Good morning. It's 9.01 a.m. and I would like to call the April 4th, 2023 meeting of the Civil, Iowa City Civil Service Commission to order. Um, first, I'd like to welcome new member Ashley Jennings. Thank correct? you. Yep. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, okay, so I'm Ashley Jennings. I have lived in Iowa City since 2014. I moved here originally um, for a position at the university. I taught at the university for six years um, in the English as a second language department primarily, <clears throat> excuse me, but also taught some classes in the Center for Student Involvement and Leadership. Um, and then love Iowa City and decided to stay, um, but now I work remotely. So I have, actually I have two jobs. Um, my primary job is for an organization called Shazam. You probably think it's the music app, it's not. Mm -hmm. um, if you look on the back of your credit card or if you pay attention at an ATM machine, you probably see this Shazam logo. It's a financial services company based out of Des Moines. Um, and then I also do contract work for the Coast Guard, um, primarily for the Coast Guard's Leadership Development Center um, based out of New London, Connecticut. So I am an instructional systems designer and I work on their training programs for the Leadership Development Center. Very cool. Yeah. You just go ahead and go around the room so sure. you know who you're talking to. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm Karen Jennings. I'm the Human Resources <coughs> Administrator. So I certainly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Somebody said, "How'd you get another Jennings?" I'm like, no, that's <laughs> uncommon a name, right? Um, so I've been with the city for um, almost 25 years, and as my position, I'm the primary staff um, okay. contact who's assigned to support the commission. Okay. So Tracy and I work together. She handles a lot of the correspondence, but I'm the official um, secretary and staff to the commission. Great, so, yeah. Tracy Robinson, um, Human Resources Generalist. I've been with the city since 2008. Okay. I'm Dusty Liston. I'm the Chief Dustin Liston. <laughs> we have another Dusty in yeah. their office. <laughs> <laughs> with an L last name, it's very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the Chief of Police. I've been here for a little over two years. Cool. And I'm Rick Weiss. Um, this is my second term on the Civil Service Commission. I was appointed, I think, first in 2016. Um, I moved out to Iowa City in 1984. I took a job as police officer, and I retired in 2014. And uh, just, um, just uh, the commission is something I enjoy doing, and I like to continue to be involved. So. And our third member is Chi Agboko. She's uh, obviously unable to be here today, but I'm sure she looks forward to meeting Sounds you. Good. Yeah, great. Thank you. Okay. I want to make a note. We do have a quorum, and the first item on the agenda is to selection of chair. <laughs> You're flipping a coin? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm open to suggestions. Uh, the, uh, the current chair had resigned. Mm -hmm. uh, couple months ago and so um, as the senior or least oldest <laughs> I was appointed to at least assume those duties mm -hmm. but um, I guess I'm opening it up for nominations I support that <laughs> <laughs> so that's a nomination for Rick yes <laughs> yeah is there a second <laughs> I guess I'll second it <laughs> do we need a vote yeah okay Officially. we'll uh, all in favor, just say aye. 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 And opposed, hearing none, motion passes. We'll get on to item number two, which is the uh, review of the um, position of police officer. 
Uh, is there discussion? Um, I don't think so. I mean, as you're aware, we um, the commission did authorize us to kind of transition to this ongoing testing process. So as a list is exhausted, we immediately start the testing process to certify a new list. I think we continue to feel comfortable, but that's the best option for us from both a recruitment standpoint and just an efficiency standpoint at being able to get candidates through the process, get offers out, positions filled in the most timely manner. Um, so we um, had, you know, we invite everyone who has applied since the prior list was certified um, to participate in the process. Um, you know, because some of them have applied a ways in the past, sometimes interests or opportunities change and they, they opt not to move forward. But um, we did go through the process. Um, we tested some folks and um, following interviews last week, which were conducted by Tracy, um, a community representative, which was Kevin Sanders from the NAACP, and um, Sergeant, right? Sar Rob Cash. Sergeant mm -hmm. Rob Cash. Um, after interviewing candidates for a day, um, they did, um, we are coming forward with this recommendation that four names be certified um, on the next hiring list. And so there is some uh, demographic information on the pool and how the pool um, kind of filtered down from you know the, the the group that we originally invited to the, the names that are being recommended to you today so if you have any questions we'd be happy to do our best to to answer them but that's the one thing that i've noticed we're still really happy with the way we're doing this process with the ongoing acceptance of applications um but as Karen just mentioned, sometimes when it's been a while since we've tested, some of those people lose interest. But, th but that's no different than the way it was when we were only accepting applications for a finite period of time. Absolutely. Someone might turn in a job interest card six months in advance, and by that time, uh, by the time we started accepting applications, they had had other opportunities or lost interest. Um, so I still think we have one of the most efficient processes to, to get through this. Um, because we really were creating barriers by mm -hmm. saying this is a you know, finite amount of time to apply and then this is when you can take the written test, this is when you can take the physical fitness test. And now these guys are basically sometimes doing almost one-offs. Like if someone is available on this day, Correct. they'll they'll test them, which, which really helps us out a great deal. And, and most agencies around here are not doing that. They're still like, hey, on Saturday, this date, you, mm -hmm. you're either here or you're not. So I'm still really happy with the way it's going. Um, but it's, it's hard to get good applicants. Yeah. And, and we're all competing for that same little slice of, you know, the, the same uh, candidates so but um, as we've said before we're not lowering our standards I've told many people this uh, I'd rather run short than lower our standards and have people who we don't think are capable of doing a good job so uh, I think we only put people on the list that we're really excited about hiring and we'll say oh go ahead I just have a question have we gotten any feedback from the candidates about their experience in the application process or the hiring process overall um, so much of the hiring process, honestly, that that we have um, recommended and that's been approved by the commission is dictated 
at the state level, mm -hmm. the written test is required for any law enforcement position in the state of Iowa. Mm -hmm. The PT test that we use is the police academy entrance yeah. standard. So a lot of it is really out of our control. I think where we do see candidates who opt to participate in the process mm -hmm. tend to struggle maybe the most is with the post test. and. There's not a lot we can do about that. We do provide every applicant who needs to take the post-test. We proactively mail them a study guide as soon as they confirm they plan to participate so that they have that um, and they can work with that. We also offer to pay for a um, timed online test that is provided by the testing company, which is an actual time simulation of the post, gives feedback. Um, not everyone takes advantage of that. Mm -hmm. um, when we bring folks in to take the written test, if they don't pass, I usually visit with them individually afterwards, kind of ask them if they um, utilize any of the resources that we provide. Oftentimes they say, no, I didn't. We talk about how useful it is. We encourage them not to, not to get discouraged, that mm -hmm. it's not uncommon for folks to you know, have to take the post more than once before they pass it. Mm -hmm. And it's not unusual, and I think we did in this case too. We have folks who leave from failing the post test and immediately go home and resubmit their application for next time. So mm -hmm. we're doing what we can to work with them through the process, but mm -hmm. a lot of it really is dictated by state standards. Mm -hmm. So this post test that she's talking about comes from the state and that's a constant discussion with mm -hmm. the state. There there have been a lot of uh, police administrators in the, in the state who feel like it, things need to change. Like the math portion apparently is a portion that people struggle with. You can't mm -hmm. use a calculator. And, yeah. and, uh, and I think there's been a lot of discussion on whether or not that's um, uh, a good measurement anymore. Um, but uh, they've been using it for a long time. We're kind of stuck. When, when, when we go to those meetings, we'll, it, we'll raise our concerns. So mm -hmm. it's a constant uh, discussion. I guess my question was more from the standpoint of like the candidate experience from like a communications perspective or like if you've gotten feedback about, you know, you talked about having a short window for accepting applications versus a, versus a running pool mm -hmm. applicant. Um, have you gotten feedback on those things? Like, you know, when there's an opening, do you send out a mass message to anyone who's in that candidate pool to say, hey, we've had an opening or do you go through who's been certified and say, okay, these are the folks that we want to tap. We don't do any pre-screening. Okay. So anyone who has, a, we're always accepting applications. Anyone who has applied since we last certified a list, we send out a notification and say, hey, we're going to set a deadline two weeks from now. Anyone who has applied as of the deadline will be eligible to participate in our next cycle of testing. Mm -hmm. We also then advertise the deadline. Okay. So we put out a, an email blast, we send out a press release. So we still try to recruit and inform folks who may be interested who have not yet applied, but we don't do any pre-screening and inviting only selected candidates into the process. Okay. Anyone who expresses an interest in it and submits an application gets a chance. Got it. Yeah. Karen, I have a question. So people who had applied, there were 48 people who applied and some people had lost interest for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. They would need to reapply yep. once the testing process and once we certify a list, then it starts over. Those Correct. applicants are no mm -hmm. yes. got it. Okay. And you literally can go in, open your application, resubmit it. You don't right. have to completely fill out okay. the whole application. Yeah, you can, you can reuse your application. Okay. You just need to resubmit it right for the next, the next cycle. Cool, thank you. Yeah. And how far back does these applications go? I, I can't, it, 
it's from the last testing cycle, but I'm just curious as from the timeline. Oh, do you remember when we months. certified our last list? I think we certified the last list in November, and we would have created this job sometime probably November-ish because we would have created it when we... Typically, as soon as we have the deadline, deadline, we reopen it back up, so we're always accepting. So mm -hmm. these would go back to... I'm thinking November. Or probably last October, fall, October, late October, November, probably. And I think the deadline, if I remember correctly, was March 10th. Mm -hmm. So it was a four-month window right. where we got 48 applicants, which is... That's a lot of applicants. Yeah. Can, mm -hmm. For how many openings? Four? Well, we have right now. We have five openings, five. Okay. Uh, um, and you know, we're natural attrition. We're always mm -hmm. we're always behind the curve. Yeah. So. And what what a lot of people don't understand is it takes us so long to spin someone up. So we have to go through this process, and then now once once this list is certified, uh, our investigation section does a background investigation, mm -hmm. which can take weeks uh, uh, at the earliest mm -hmm. and then we offer a position and then they, we have to have an academy slot these people would go to the academy in des moines in mm -hmm. august okay. the academy is four months then they come out of the academy and they have to do four months of field training so we're looking at about a year mm -hmm. turnaround to get people spun up so that that's why we're always trying to play catch up and what percentage of attrition do you typically have in that process it, which process? The background through? No, the background through when they do the field training and right. are actually... Once we hire them, the attrition level is low. That's pretty low. But the background, almost, it seems like every step of the hiring process, and even back to my former agency, cuts 50%. Mm -hmm. You know, you have 100 applicants, 50% show up to test. Then 50% of those don't pass the test, mm -hmm. whether it's a physical or, and, and then, and the background as well. You can get all the way to the background and then yeah. we, we, we still usually have. A couple yeah. drop off. Mm -hmm. and, and we also typically have candidates who are pursuing the opportunity at multiple agencies. Yeah. So um, we may have them on our list. We may, they may be perfect and we may do everything we can to get them and unfortunately we could lose them to another offer, right. yeah. offer from a competing agency. Right. Mm -hmm. I do think that we may have learned that some of these people are probably, which is not uncommon, are in multiple processes. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, it's the nature of the beast. I yep. Think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And just a clarification on the, on the uh, statistics, I'm assuming there's 10 people that took the written test, seven took the physical fitness and 10 interview, I'm assuming that's because three had already had a previous physical fitness test that they passed. Okay. And or, or if you're certified, you don't have to, okay. to take either of the assessments. None of these are certified, by okay. the way, on that's, our list. Okay. So what is this certified <coughs> hiring list for people? That's what we're asking. That's the authorized okay. Yeah, we're using they certified for two different two things. Different. We also consider someone who's already been to the police academy, Got to it. ILEA, mm -hmm. and then they their, their process, they can hit the ground running a lot. They just start in our FTO program instead of having to go to Des Moines for so the academy. those are folks who have been in another agency, most Correct. likely? Correct. Yep. Yeah. And usually we have several of those. Mm -hmm. This is the first list, I think, since I've been the chief that we haven't had a few certifieds on the list. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions? Okay, we need a motion to certify the hiring list that's been presented to us. Do you want me to go? 
We need a motion. <laughs> <laughs> I motion we certify the hiring list. Okay, I second uh -huh. it. All in favor say aye. 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 And so done. Uh, that, yeah, we can go ahead and sign that. Is there any other business? No. Nope. Okay. Well, look forward to seeing you later in the month again, for we'll have some more, some more lists for you to <laughs> consider once we finish our fire promotional process. Okay. And we need a motion to adjourn. I have a motion to adjourn. And I second. All in favor? Aye. Aye.